This is the Money Talks podcast with Michael Campbell. Past few days, thousands of people took to the streets in cities and towns across Cuba, calling for an end to the socialist dictatorship. Live streaming on Facebook showed large crowds chanting freedom, down with communism. They had women screaming, our children are dying of hunger. Miami Herald reports Cuba continues to suffer from a shortage of the basic necessities, including food and medicine. Protests are the largest in 30 years, an act of desperation and courage against a communist regime that doesn't permit protests, controls the media, allows only unions under total government control. Not surprisingly, Cuban President Diaz-Canel blames the unrest on the U.S., convenient but ignores the fact that food and medicine are exempt under any U.S. trade embargo, which has also shipped millions of dollars of medical supplies, agricultural products to Cuba. Making matters worse, though, is the communist government literally sends its medical professionals to other countries in return for dollars and euros, leaving Cuba devastatingly vulnerable. Now, I wonder if this is going to give well-known fans of state control over the economy, speech, and freedom. Pause to think, given it's just the latest example of the impact of restricting freedom and socialism, along with Venezuela. Yet, despite the blatant abuses chronicled by major human rights organizations, Prime Minister Trudeau, NDP's Jagmeet Singh, CUPE, Canadian Union of Postal Employees, all lauded Fidel Castro. And that came on the heels of the Prime Minister's infamous response to a question about which country's administration he admires most, to which he replied in quotes, there's a level of admiration I actually have for China because their basic dictatorship is allowing them to actually turn their economy around on a dime and say, we need to go green. Yeah, that democracy thing, yeah, it can get very messy. I don't know if the totalitarian apologists are aware of this, but you should be. There's an avalanche of research that makes a direct link between freedom and economic prosperity and people's standard of living. It's not tough to understand. I mean, consider the difference in standard of living in North and South Korea, East and West Berlin before the Wall of Wall, or Miami and Havana, or Caracas before and then after socialism took hold. In the meantime, I hope the Cuban people succeed in regaining their freedom and throw off communist oppression. My name is Mike Campbell. Join me Saturday for Money Talks. Subscribe to the Money Talks with Michael Campbell podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your on-demand audio for the complete show, daily podcasts, and more.